We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. We're talking Oregon recruiting hour. We're on our Oregon recruiting hour, rather. It's Friday, October 27th. Ducks got a big matchup against Utah tomorrow on the road in Salt Lake City. Uh, I all I'm going to be back for um, I'm going to be back for my weekly recruiting hit on Fox Sports Eugene tomorrow, and that is going to be around 11 a.m. Ducks kick off at 12:30, I believe. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for that. It'll be on Fox Sports Eugene, uh, and then I usually have it on my YouTube channel and in the podcasting feed. So don't miss that one, but. We're going to get back to talking about some of these questions, taking some of these questions um, in the live chat, coming to you at Oregon Football Max Taurus on YouTube, at M Taurus Sports on Twitter, and the Ducks Digest Facebook page. Do me a favor, if you guys are here tuning in live, smash that like button for me. It's a tremendous help to the channel, and subscribe to the channel. Um, I really like building up my presence here on YouTube. I think I give you guys a unique look at Oregon recruiting. I think I'm the only one in the Oregon market with boots on the ground, recruiting coverage in a talent hotbed out here in Southern California. So I think that makes my coverage really unique. Trying to get to 3,000 subs, that is my goal. So I do it for you guys, and uh, you can definitely help me get there by subscribing to the channel and sharing the podcast and my channel with other Duck fans. All right, let's get back to some some, uh, questions here. Purple Pony, Purple Pony asks, is there any updates with Xavier Philsimi? Uh Xavier Philsimi, he's a really big name in this 24 class. And I think he's one that you're probably going to hear a little bit more about as we get closer to that early signing period. I put a tweet out yesterday. We're like eight weeks away from the early signing period. So in your head, you think, okay, two months, that's so much time. It is going to creep up on us so quickly. And uh, it's going to be here before you know it. Time is going to fly. Oregon has essentially three more weekends for big, um, big recruiting weekends. If you want to host guys for big visits, you're looking at Cal next weekend, USC the following weekend, and then Oregon State uh, on the back end at the half, the day after Thanksgiving. I think that game's usually on that Friday. uh, If you want to have guys come out for an official visit or any kind of visit, I guess you could have guys in the earlier part of December if you want. I just feel like you, if they're really big priorities, you want to try to get them on campus before then. And I think that's the case with Xavier Philsimi. He's a five-star safety out of McKinney, Texas. He's currently committed to the Florida Gators, 6'1", 180 pounds. 
not really any new updates on him in particular. I just think that I've heard some chatter that Oregon is still involved there. They're still recruiting him. They, uh, they were one of his finalists before he committed to Florida and Texas has really been central to Oregon's team and Oregon recruiting. That's one of the most talent rich States in the entire country. Play some of the best football you'll find anywhere. Got commitments from Aaron Flowers and All-American Safety out of Forney, Texas in the 2024 class. Then you also have uh, Adrian Wilson out of um, Pflugerville, Texas, Weiss High School. He's a he's a big-time pass catcher, receiver in the 25 class. Um, so the, the Ducks have definitely kept, uh, kept their foot on the gas as far as the 2024 and 2025 classes go in the, the state of Texas trying to think about missing anybody, but I think it might just be flowers now that uh, Jackson Ford decommitted. Um, so yeah, it's just Aaron flowers, but Phil Simon is a guy that I think Oregon is still going to, you know, take their shot at. They still have some really strong Texas ties on the staff. Um, Will Stein is, is obviously the most prominent one that comes to mind, seeing that he came from the Austin area um, coaching on the high school scene there and then uh, was at UTSA, and now he's the offensive coordinator at Oregon. So the Ducks have some very strong ties into Texas, and I think that they're a realistic option for Xavier Filsaimi. You already have Aaron Flowers, who I mentioned, as well as Kingston Lopa, but you're going to take your shots with those five-star guys. This, this is why I really like how Dan Lanning and his coaching staff have managed the recruiting calendar and just their recruiting approach in general. If you rewind things, I feel like it's a cliche and I say it so many times, but this team does their heavy lifting in the spring months, in the summer months. So when the the season comes around, you can focus on the on-field product and you can take your shots with guys like Xavier Phil Simon, a five-star guy that maybe isn't looking likely that he's going to end up at Oregon, but you've just you're so confident in the foundation that you've laid and the guys that you already have in the fold that you have some flexibility to pick up the phone and say, Hey man, you know, how are things going over there in Florida? You know, you still trying to maybe give us a look, you know, maybe come out here or something like that. I don't know how, if that's how the conversations necessarily go. This is just my hypothetical. If, if I were on the staff, right. Um, so not really any new updates there, but Xavier Phil Simon is a huge name in this class and you make room for five stars. That's just kind of the way it goes. Uh, I'm not saying that Oregon needs to make room for him necessarily or that they're, you know, going to land him. I just think that they're still doing their homework. They're still chipping away at uh, some of these top, top guys that are are willing to hear him out and uh, willing to listen. We got see me on the big screen. Glad you're back, Max. Glad to be back. Super stoked to be back on the channel. Been doing a lot of writing, but you guys know I love podcasting. I wanted to say one thing really quick, um, speaking about that, you know, kind of being back, right? Um, I did previously commit to doing the podcast five days a week, and I would love to do that. I really would. Um, but things get crazy, and uh, I'm, I'm running the show solo over on Ducks Digest, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the show every day. I would love to, but I'm going to just try to do it as often as I possibly can. I think that's kind of a way to maybe put it and, you know, an update to kind of give you guys because I love doing the podcast, but sometimes the writing has to take priority. So I'm going to be doing the podcast as often as I can. 
Maybe that'll be five days a week. Maybe it won't. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that update and, and let you know kind of what's what's going on there. All right, another question from a uh, comment from Andrew. He's a he's a longtime listener, longtime supporter of the show of the program. Uh, Andrew says, "So if the Ducks miraculously pull a sweep and get rushing Seaton." Jericho Johnson, Jason Brown Jr., Solomon Williams, and why not include Eddie Pierre-Lewis and McClellan? Is the portal in closed? Goes on to say, I mean, unless they don't make any portal offers, if they sign a 30-recruit class, they'd have to somehow or other force people out like Colorado did, right? Okay, lots going on in this question. Um, I talked a little bit earlier about just the, the possibility to land these elite, elite recruits. You try to figure it out. Some of these guys, you just take them and then figure it out later. Um, I don't think they're going to sign 30 guys. I mean, 30 is a huge number. Um, I think that they can be really selective now because of the work that they've done previously on the recruiting trail. So you like where Oregon's at there. Uh, but I think the biggest thing I want to say is I don't think the portal is ever closed. You're, you're never going to close yourself off to the transfer portal. I mean, look at look at the situation that Dabo has gotten himself into over there at Clemson. He has been the most staunchly opposed coach, if you can say it that way. He's been opposed to the portal, and that's gotten Clemson into trouble uh, on the field. They're not as competitive as we're used to them being. Um, you know, they're kind of quote unquote down, and I think they've only lost two games. So I just wanted to mention that because. I don't think Dan Lanning would be doing his job as head coach. He would probably tell you this too if he didn't look into the transfer portal, if he didn't fully explore an option, a method, a way for him to acquire elite talent. So even though it looks like Oregon is going to need to crunch some numbers here, I don't think you're ever going to close yourself off to the portal. Um, and we've seen Oregon uh, you know, this past offseason – have a lot of movement in the portal, both bringing guys in and guys exiting the program. And I've also talked, I think I might've talked about it earlier on this uh, episode earlier this week. A lot of the guys that left Oregon, you're not looking at necessarily big losses, right? I'm not trying to be critical of those guys. I'm just laying out the facts. You're not really seeing any guys that left Oregon that are having a massive impact at another school. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You're not necessarily, you're maybe saying, oh, I wish that guy could have stayed. I feel like for me, it might, it might be Dante Thornton. That was a guy I covered and, you know, kind of got to know while we were, while I was in Eugene, but he's not really doing a whole lot at Tennessee. And again, that's like, I'm not trying to take a shot at him, but like, that's just the reality of the situation. And I think if he stayed at Oregon, he could have been pretty special. So you're never going to close yourself off from the transfer portal. It, it just doesn't make sense. I think you're doing yourself a disservice as a coach and as a program, if you close yourself off from the portal and just say, Hey, we're not going to take any portal guys this year. Um, I think more than anything, more than any position, you got to look at quarterback um, because Bo Nix is going to be gone. And I don't think you have a guy that's necessarily ready right now, as it stands on Friday, October 27th, you don't have a guy that's ready to take over that offense on this roster, but a lot's going to happen between now and the start of the 24 season. I mean, I feel almost, kind of foolish talking about it because we're only in like the halfway mark. So I don't want to get too deep into those discussions, but the point still stands. Um, I think that you never close yourself off from the portal. Tim Inachi with a comment uh, with USC and Riley looking horrible. Have you seen SoCal recruits interest wavering and any possible flips? It's only going to get worse for USC. Yeah, this is a this is a really interesting topic. I mean, I know a lot of Oregon fans are obviously relishing USC's uh, struggles right now. Um, I don't even know if I I guess you could say struggles because it's a little it's a little tricky. I did see that uh, wide receiver Xavier Jordan is going to be um, visiting Utah this weekend. He's a wide receiver commit from Sierra Canyon out in Chatsworth, California. A SoCal guy I've covered a couple times. Um, so that's, that's an interesting development. You know, if the Utes can steal one there, I know Oregon was involved. Um, but I don't think it's going terribly for Utah or USC on the recruiting trail. They have the number 19 class, according to 247 sports, uh, a couple of big time guys like Cameron Fountain, Marcellus Williams, Jason, uh, Zandamella from the state of Florida committed in this class, but it was just interesting to look at, um, you know, Riley's, um, statement on recruiting the other day. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it here so I can let you guys know uh, what he said. And, you know, obviously Oregon's always been in contention in competition with uh, USC when it comes to recruiting. Um, but this is a tweet. Let me pull it up. A tweet from Antonio Morales and Antonio Morales covers USC football for the athletic. So let me go ahead and get this up. Um, get this tweet here. 
There we go. Hopefully you guys can see that okay. Uh, the tweet, Lincoln Riley had a long answer about recruiting today. Here's part of it, mainly on local recruiting. Riley said, as far as recruiting, whether it be national or local, to me, it's kind of all the same. How do you build the best roster you can of the guys that are available to go recruit? Because at the end of the day, if you go win the national championship and you have a roster mixed from all over the country, nobody's going to say, ah, well, that's great. You won a national championship, but you don't have 80% local guys. The flip side is if you don't have a good year, they're not going to say, well, at least he has a bunch of California kids on the team. You clearly have to do a great job locally, but like I told you guys when I got here, it's about getting the right guys. I think in my evaluation of the program, when we got here and start looking at the roster, I think there were a lot of players from the state of California that, in my opinion, should not be on the USC roster for one reason or another. Hiding behind the curtain of, well, at least we're recruiting California kids doesn't do the program any good. Yeah, we want to get California kids. We want to get local kids. We want them to be the right kids, the right kind of kids, right kind of students, right kind of players that fit what we're building, not ones that go against the grain of what we're building. Yeah, this was a really interesting uh, quote. I think the one that was interesting was when he said, when I got here, I think a lot of the players from the state of California that, in my opinion, should not be on the roster for one reason or another. Um I mean, when you look at the Pete Carroll glory years at USC, they were getting a lot of top end guys from Southern California, from USC. You know, there, there were programs that were just direct feeders. Southern California in general was just a feeder to USC, as makes a lot of sense. But so much has changed on the college football scene, on the recruiting scene from the Pete Carroll era until now with Lincoln Riley at USC, which is, you know, it's worth talking about because Oregon goes against USC for a lot of these recruits. So I haven't seen SoCal recruits interest wavering. Granted, I haven't really asked them about USC since this one happened, since this quote came out, but uh, it's an interesting time at USC. I think Josh Pate said it really well on his show when he was talking about how um, uh, he was comparing the USC and uh, Clemson situations because they're both kind of struggling right now. Clemson doesn't use the portal and USC conversely they built a majority of this team from the transfer portal or from recruits that followed Riley from Oklahoma. So I'm not trying to be critical of it. I'm just trying to break down kind of where things are at uh, because Pate had a really good point saying that uh, when you bring in a lot of guys from the portal, it can be a little bit tricky, you know, building that cohesion, building that chemistry, establishing the culture. And I think that building your program from the high school ranks is healthier but at the same time, you got to find that balance. And I think that Oregon has done a really good job of finding that balance because you look at the guys that Dan Lanning has brought in from the portal, and a lot of these guys play a big role. Just look at this year. Ajani Cornelius, starting right tackle. Kyrie Jackson, starting corner. Nico Reed's playing a lot. Um, Justin Jacobs, the Iowa linebacker transfer, he's probably going to see his snaps continue to go up as he comes back from injury. So... I guess, yeah, it's just, it's not looking good for USC. I don't think he did himself any favors with local kids by, uh, you know, saying that when he got here, there were some, some California kids that shouldn't have been on the roster. Um, that was really shocking uh, to me to hear. Um, but look at it this way. When USC was down with Clay Helton, who wasn't a terrible recruiter, but it wasn't that great. When USC was down under Clay Helton, Oregon capitalized. They came in and capitalized in a big way, taking some of the top guys from SoCal that usually go to USC, maybe usually go to UCLA, and 
now they're continuing to ascend. You know, granted, maybe it's a different conversation. This game against Utah is going to have massive playoff implications. Um, I don't think that uh, it's necessarily going to make or break Oregon recruiting-wise, but Oregon capitalized when USC was down, and they've only gotten stronger. I mean, I don't think you see them losing a lot of local battles to for California kids to USC. Aiden Breland wasn't considering USC. Brandon Baker wasn't and still isn't considering USC. Nate Frazier, not in the running with USC. So um, Marcellus Williams from St. John Bosco is the, the headliner in their local, their local uh, kids that are going there. And then Xavier Jordan from Sierra Canyon. He's a local guy. Ryan Pelham from Long Beach Millican. Isaiah Rubin from Los Alamitos. Marquise Gallegos. So there are local guys, um, but at least there haven't really been a lot of head-to-head battles as far as Oregon goes where Oregon's losing out. So it's really interesting. I want to keep watching to see what happens for Lincoln Riley and USC, both on the field and on the recruiting trail. Uh, they got Cal this weekend. They're they're on the road in Berkeley, so that should be a pretty easy game for them. Uh, but I think I want to say USC plays Washington right before they play Oregon. I could be wrong there, but I think that's – yeah, they play Washington – uh, when Oregon plays Cal and then USC um, comes up to Eugene to, to face off against the Ducks in Autzen Stadium. So um, going to be fun. Going to be fun to see what happens there. But yeah, thanks for the comment, Tim Minacci. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 